Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Now this is day 7 of the 30 days of 30 minute workouts and actually I've just finished it and I'm just re-recording the intro for it because I did it as a live row at 9 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday, 9 o'clock UK time where Fitness Matters run a race on Erg Race and I've kind of combined with them to do it at the same time and I stream it live on YouTube. So we're going to do that three more times through November um, if you want to join in. However, because of the whole live setup and things what it means is that this is a slightly slightly different video and that I'm re-recording the intro and warm-up at the front so that this is, can still be a standalone within my 30 days of 30-minute workouts. And you'll see at the end for the cool-down, there's a wee edit point as well, okay? So just to make it nice and tidy for you folks. Now, I row this one as um, a quite a, a high-intensity one. I do this at 24 strokes a minute and at 2K plus 12 pace the whole way through, okay? Something I was a little bit apprehensive about when I came in this morning because I was feeling a little bit stiff and tired. But as I got going, I'm like, well, hey, and I, and I finished. Well, I'm not going to spoil it. Spoiler alert. Um, but yeah, it actually worked out okay. So 2K plus 12 is manageable is all I'm saying. Um, uh, so don't be, don't be scared off by that. But the day seven workout is what I'm calling a freestyle workout. So just pick what you want to do today. That's just a guide for what I'm doing in case you're like, oh, I can't think of anything. Then do 24 strokes a minute, 2K plus 12 pace for the full half hour. Okay. Or whatever you want to do. All right. Let's get into a four-minute warm-up. And as always, we start off by setting up our machine. I almost had my feet into the straps then. Go to your drag factor first and set that where you want it to be. If you don't know about drag factor, I do have a video on this YouTube channel that talks about drag factor, what it is, where you might want to set it. As a guide, I set mine to run about 120, which gives me enough of a weight from the machine without me having to heave and fight against it. The important part is you don't want to bend your arms to kind of fight against the, the weight from the machine. So if you feel you have to do that, you're probably set too high, okay? And the same kind of guidance goes if you're not in a concept too. If you're using a different kind of machine, set the resistance or the weight or whatever so that you can get a good feeling from the stroke, but you don't have to heave and fight it when you're going through your stroke, okay? Next up, set your monitor to eye height so you don't have to look up and you don't have to look down. And finally, your foot straps. Well, it's a good guide. They cover the, the um, bottom lace in your shoe or the, the, the balls of your feet. But what they have to do is let you come to the front of the machine so your shins point vertically, okay, comfortably. If you can't quite get there, you're going to be set too high. If you go flying straight past, you're set too low. So use that across the balls of your feet, bottom lace of your shoe as a guide, and then adjust from there, all right? So 18 strokes per minute for this warm-up, and I want you to do it at a pace that basically you're just pushing with your feet and feeling that connection into your hands, okay? So not too powerful, because I want you to be able to concentrate on that force, okay? And then we'll go up to around about 2K plus 20 pace. Here we go then, in three, two, one, let's go. So it's almost like a bodyweight squat, as though you're just standing up. Just a nice power so you can go, right, I'm pushing with my feet, when are my hands connecting the handle to the machine? Because if you find that as you come forwards and then you push, your backside scoots out from underneath you, you're pushing too soon before your hands connect. Or if you find you come forwards and then your elbows are bending because you're fighting the machine and you just can't get that leg power in, then obviously you're pulling too soon 
rather than both happening at the same time. So what you want to do is push your feet at that point, the handle, boom, connects to the flywheel. It's really hard to visualize. And me saying, boom, doesn't help at all. <laughs> but that's the point, okay? Is to connect both at the same time. And then once you kind of think you're getting there, start to increase your pace by pushing harder with your feet. Keep your stroke rate the same, but put more force from your feet to maybe run about 2K plus 20. And if you don't know what I mean by 2K pace, row a two kilometer time trial, divide the resulting time by four. That will give you an average 500 meter pace. So if you did it in 820, your average would be two minutes and five seconds per 500 meters. And then when I say 2K plus 20, you take your training pace and add 20 seconds to it. So in that example, two minutes, five plus 20, you would row at 225. Yeah, <laughs> pace, <laughs> right. Put one foot in the ground, continue rowing. Sorry, it's like there was an extra word I was supposed to put in there and I couldn't think of it. And it just hung in the air. So use this single leg rowing to just stretch off the leg that's in, but also to kind of make sure your back angle is correct. One more stroke and then let's swap feet. Remember, you just want to be leaning in to around about one o'clock on the clock face and then back around about 11 o'clock just this rock forwards rock backwards rock forwards rock backwards and I say rock for a purpose you're not kind of crumpling with your back you're rocking forwards rocking backwards okay tilting over your hips like a hinge both feet back in legs straight and then let's roll with our back and arms to practice that hinge so you hinge forwards Hinge back, pull arms, out arms, hinge forwards. Okay, so your hinge with your back is what initially picks up the flywheel. That puts some power in, and then you finish off by pulling with your arms. Okay, let's roll to the front of the machine with straight arms and that forward lean, and press out with your legs. Don't go too hard with your legs, because I want you to just Get used to that sensation of pushing with your arms straight in the forward lean. If you push too hard with your feet, you kind of have to recoil from it. And I just want you to sit in this forward lean and straight arms position. And then you can work on the timing between your feet and your hands too. Let's take one more of these. Oh, and then we're done. Okay, so have a quick drink. Make sure that you're okay. Hopefully, um, you'll get the timing right. I'll maybe put up a little counter just to get the timing right for the start of our grace. Because it was app controlled, I wasn't able to count down on my normal three, two, one. So there will be a timer on screen. So look for that for when to start. Um, and like I say, just pick your own pace 
or do this at 24 strokes per minute and at 2K plus 12 pace, okay? So that's me done with my little re-record section. There will now be a sudden glitch um, edit point as I go back into what I did for the live row. Um, and then I will see you again, but five minutes ago huh? <laughs> as we hit the cool down. Anyway, good luck with your row and make sure to leave me a comment for how you got on with it. Okay. Keep an eye on your monitors. I will talk you through this as it happens for me, but obviously you'll see it on screen. Attention, go. Oh, we didn't get much time there, did we? Okay. So, like I say, my intention is to do this at 24 strokes a minute, 2K plus 12 which means should be rowing around about 157 pace. Now you don't have to follow along with me. This is session seven is like an elective. Nope, backed off a bit. It's an elective one for the week. So you can row this at whatever pace, but I'm just throwing out the suggestion. Sorry, I'm just pausing because I'm kind of all over the place, pace-wise. Let's try to get a hang of it. I just want to hold, if I can hold 157 the whole way. I'll be happy. So how many? Can't quite see. Just seven of us rowing. Right now, Sam is in the lead. Mark Evans in second. I'm in third place. Slightly ahead of James Mundy. I'm hoping that as being one of the 10k sessions was two times 20 minutes at this pace and stroke rate that half an hour in a single sausage isn't a bad idea, <laughs> bad idea. That extra 10 minutes will certainly add to the intensity and unless I get into a proper bun fight at the end of it, then it'll just be a case of holding this rate and pace the whole way through. So, now that we're coming up for 
three and a half minutes into this and hopefully you're warmed up any niggles that your body may have will either have eased up or really revealed themselves as proper injuries that mean you either need to slow down to protect or stop altogether but it's also the right time to just start thinking a little bit more about your technique before you kind of get anything a little bit loose into the habit for the next half hour oh well 25 minutes at least so I have been trying to break up various aspects of technique over the past six days to try and let you understand my thought processes behind why a good technique is there or why I talk about it all the time and it really comes down to efficiency and injury prevention so injury prevention should I'm hoping make enough sense that you want to make sure to not get injured while rowing but also that you don't find an accumulation of rowing just causes strains and aches once you've cooled down you can take care of that partly through a good stretching routine but it's best to take care of it at the source rather than trying to fix it afterwards but efficiency is kind of if you can think about it from an efficiency point of view it will help you get fitter and faster and then just as a byproduct because you're rowing with a good technique the whole 
injury prevention thing will come into play anyway. And really, it's all about body angles and how you put the power into the machine. So, from a body angle point of view, the important things to always think about is that you're only ever really going from a one o'clock on the clock face lean forwards to a 11 o'clock lean backwards it's worthwhile videoing yourself and having a look to see what's going on because it's easy to think you're in the right angles but then you watch it back and suddenly lots becomes apparent like the two main things that you'll see are people who finish a lot deeper than 11 o'clock or I mean an over lean at the front can happen from tired people who just go like that but that's not what I mean an over tilt at the front is normally an issue with like an extra lean that's my issue where I come forwards and then as I get to the front I kind of dip and that ruins my stroke but the other error you'll see is people who come forwards with the greatest of intentions but then just as they start to drive their legs into the machine they'll swing back too soon ruining the point of that forward lean 
you can often see that happen because people will look up so if you look up it promotes that breaking that early swing over your back so if you can just think about one o'clock forwards eleven o'clock back that will take you a lot closer to a good technique than a lot of people out there the next thing is your arms making sure at the front of the machine they're straight you don't want a bend in your elbows straight and relaxed I often talk about zombies and how they're nice and loose and relaxed with their arms and that's how you should come forwards if I was in your rowing room and I saw your triceps and forearms popping on your arms I'd tell you to relax because that's a good sign that you're coming forwards rigid you want nice loose shoulders and loose arms ready to brace against the handle as you push with your feet so you're not pulling on the handle as you go through the stroke you hang you brace at the front of the stroke it's only at the back of the stroke that you finally pull with your arms so you're straight pull straight pull straight pull see the amount of time that my arms remain straight for alright halfway there we're at the Bon Jovi point good going but it's still important that you think about that pull 
you want to come in with enough power obviously to add force into the stroke but also so that the handle bounces away from your body again so if you finish with the handle around sternum height what's happened to Sam? Uh, so you finish sternum height elbows through your sides wrists flat then that creates a springiness to your arms that sends them forwards only like a couple of inches but it's enough that springiness to initiate the return of your arms so all you need to do is continue that momentum of the forward movement and then as your arms come out get them into that nice straight zombie position nice and loose and relaxed and what happens is that the momentum of your arms going away helps to trigger your back coming out of that 11 o'clock layback so your arms go and then your back gets into that forward lean by the time your hands are past your knees and that is the trick for making sure you don't over lean at the front once your arms are straight and you have that forward lean you don't move your back anymore you just stay in that angle and that return really is all about efficiency your arms naturally 
bounce forwards in the same rhythm you pull them in at which then triggers that forward lean and then as your body weight is now going forwards all you have to do is bend your knees and you will return to the front of the machine with hardly any energy expenditure from other muscles and that's where the efficiency thing comes in you want to make sure you're never wasting energy in the stroke or losing energy so the power generation comes not from your arms pulling the handle but from your legs pushing the machine away from you and if you think about it in those terms pushing the machine away rather than pushing yourself backwards then it's easier to get the right sensation of getting the power from your legs through your body through your arms and into the handle because what you don't want to do is either lose power by not connecting your feet to the handle at the same time or fighting other muscles so you really want just your legs to feel as though they're working at the start of the stroke here you will feel tension as you brace your arms against the handle but you shouldn't feel the need to fight it with your arms if you do if the stroke is so heavy that you have to grab to get it moving then chances are your drag factor 
or resistance is set too high I say or resistance for those not on a concept too I'm not saying that drag factor is the same as resistance so arms straight and push with the feet with the legs and that forward lean that I'm so chatty about is how the power gets up and into your arms without your back fighting it either so a good posture and a forward lean with a braced core and then straight arms as you push the machine away from you and the power should surge into the machine you really should hear it accelerate rip through the air five minutes to go 120 strokes for me and then once your leg drive is about halfway done that's when you finally swing over your back tilting hinging over your hips from a forward lean to backward lean and that tilt swing rock of your back adds power into the machine certainly enough that you don't want to lose by swinging your back before you drive with your legs and then right as you start that backswing that's when you finally pull the handle in to run about sternum height and again that sternum height you will see other rowers finishing in different places often very high whoops <laughs> and apart from the fact you could let go of the handle <laughs> like I just did it also puts 
all of your arm force into your biceps and forearms rather than your lats taking the fair share of the force so if you don't have the strength or muscle fitness to finish high you're headed towards a torn bicep tennis elbow and possibly just a slower stroke similar but often common in water rowers is finishing with the elbows out instead of through which for the on the water people that may be cool but it puts the force into your delts again they aren't as big and powerful as your lats so you may injure them so a slight flare out of your elbows is okay in order to keep your wrists flat and help with your elbows coming through which then creates that spring forwards of your arms oh crikey there's so much more I could say but watch all of my workout videos across this month and you'll hear it all one more stroke oh. okay so obviously because I was recording that live I did quite a long kind of outro live and I was answering a couple of people's questions and stuff so I've kind of packaged this one onto the end for a cool down um, so that we can kind of say goodbye and it seems a little bit more professional because I was ended up answering a question about whether to buy a Concept 2 or a water rower and kind of went on a bit and you really don't need to know all that on this so um, we uh, just got through quite an intense half hour row, depending on how fast you rode it. So make sure and have a quick drink before we start into this cool down. Um, what we're going to do is we'll do two minutes at run about 18 strokes per minute. And I want you to start it at a pace where you can almost like slide down from where you are right now. So you'll have recovered for like a minute and a half after that row. And then you're going to be at a certain intensity level of breathing or whatever now. And I want you to just take yourself down over the next two minutes. Okay. So I'm going to row it round about 2k plus 30. In three, two, one, let's go. So like I say, run about 18 strokes a minute, but just pick a rate and pace that you're comfortable with. All depends how you just rode that session. Maybe you did it as a, just a gentle 20 strokes a minute or something. Maybe you did it as a proper full-on time trial. Hopefully you did quite well. I'm quite, I mean, before I came out this morning, I was saying to, 
Julie, I was like, oh, I made the mistake of telling people I was going to roll this at 2K plus 12. I shouldn't have done that because <laughs> I was thinking, because it was early in the morning and I was feeling a little bit, oh, um, I thought I'd made a mistake in suggesting that. But actually, I was only 0.3 off by the end of it. So um, I'm quite pleased that I was able to do the whole thing at 2K plus 12 while talking to you. So it does make me think that I'm well, that when I make these videos, I'm still rowing off a slightly soft 2K time. But you know what? I'm okay with that for the time being because if it lets me talk to you by just easing off like a couple of seconds. So maybe instead of rowing that at 157, I should have done that closer to 155 if I wasn't talking to you. I did think about whether I should do a video in this series like mute, not talking to you. Maybe stick up some just library music instead. But I don't really think that's the value of my channel, is it? I don't think that would be all about showing you how fast I could row. And that's seriously, nobody wants to see how slow I can row. <laughs> so I will continue just talking away. Because if you want a mute video, I've got all my stroke rate four hour videos up there anyway. So there we go. Two minutes done. So yeah, so because I've got, if you want to just row at 24 strokes a minute solidly, then I have, I basically did a 15, 18, 20, 22, 24, 26, 8, 30, um, like four hour videos for you to just like load up, stick on your own music and row along to. Um, the only reason they're four hours is so that you, there's a, you're not going to run out of time. It's not, if I only made them half an hour, then maybe you want to row for an hour. Um, and so there wouldn't be enough video or maybe you want, you wanted to, I made it an hour and you wanted to use it as a marathon. So I thought, you know what, I'll just give everyone, no one's, I doubt anyone's going to row a marathon at 32 strokes a minute. But you might. So that's why I still put it in at four hours. So anyway, right. Uh, sorry, use this waffling time to, <laughs> to stretch um, uh, and uh, pack up and stuff. I really recommend stretching your quads, your hamstrings. Um, if you want to uh, do your shoulders, your forearms, your biceps, if you're kind of a grabber, that's a good idea. Um, I do talk, it's hard to demonstrate because I'm on the, on the machine here and I can't get the angles right, but I talk about stretching your sciatic nerve as well, which, so if you flick your feet back up, so lie on the ground, not lie, sit on the ground with legs out in front of you, turn your feet up towards you, tuck your chin into your chest, and then just fold your body down to your legs, okay? And that's all you're doing. You're not grabbing yourself forwards. You have a nice um, posture to your back, so all you're doing is this down towards your legs just gently so you can eat, you can feel it. And you should feel all up the back of your legs and up through your lower back, your sciatic nerve, just having a light stretch, okay? That's important just because of how we row and whatever, you can kind of aggravate it. That along with the hamstring stretch is, is kind of really important. So anyway, there we go. That's the end of today's uh, row. Hopefully it was okay. Um, I'll, I'll spend a little bit of time kind of re-editing this one I've got. It's because it's a Sunday. I've got time that I can do this. Um, I'll just kind of edit it, package it up a little bit neater in terms of the, the 30 Days of 30s kind of playlist. The live version will still set up here for anyone that wants to kind of um, just see just, <laughs> just how waffly I got at the end. Um, 
answering the question about whether to buy a water or a, a concept too. Um, but yeah, this one will be a little bit better. And I'm actually about to um, re-record the warm-up at the front because obviously the live setting, you can't really do it. So that's what I'm going to do next. So if you're like, why was he sweaty at the beginning and then dry? That's why. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for coming along and doing this one. Um, remember, these are done live at nine o'clock in the morning on a Sunday through, this is November 2021. So there's going to be four options to do these. Nine o'clock in the morning, UK time. Um, uh, I'm going to do these live through YouTube, but it's also going to be on the Erg Race app. You can check the community tab on um, YouTube and on the Facebook group where the competition code to uh, do this race is. Uh, it's a little bit because uh, Michael didn't get in today, there's a little bit of weirdness happening, but hey, if you even if you're able to roll along on YouTube, then at least it's you might not be on the screen of the race, but you can still roll along with me. Who doesn't want that, eh? <laughs> anyway, right. It's early on a Sunday morning. I've got a whole day ahead of me, which I'm really looking forward to. So um, hopefully whenever you've watched this, you're going to have a good day too. Please look after yourselves. Make sure and leave a comment and let me know how you enjoyed this one, whether you did it like nice and fast or whether you took it a little bit easy, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, and just going to let me know how you're getting on because after all, I keep on making these because I know you folks keep on watching them. So I need to know that you're watching because otherwise I'll be like, oh, no one likes me anymore. And hey, we all need validation. <laughs> I don't really. I'd just do this on my own anyway, even if no one was watching on my own, singing all by myself. And that Bon Jovi point, I wouldn't be singing Bon Jovi anymore. I'd be like, all by myself. <laughs> anyway, that could be that. <laughs> no, it was, uh, no, we're not having a hashtag all by myself because that makes it sound quite um, as always all by myself. So we shouldn't do that. I'm trying to think of what we can do is today's hashtag. Um, uh, let's just do live with row along okay if you got this far and you want to use a hashtag just do live with row along people might live might uh, read that as live with row along and think it's a competition to come and live with me for a, a week hey anyway have a great day i will see you in another video please look after yourselves stay safe be well bye-bye for more info and to check out the youtube videos go to rowalong.com <laughs>